was good family i've been sitting on this episode for a month or two and i'm not sure why i haven't put this out yet but i'm gonna put it out on my birthday december 14th and the main thing i want to share with you before this thing goes live is the biggest thing i've learned is releasing judgment um as i'm about to turn 31 what i've learned this year i i'm so happy i get to learn the way i do and evolve and expand my consciousness every single year essentially just my goal is to become more of myself and that's what I continue to do like I'm a completely new person as of just more me like much more embodied and what I've learned the past year is really releasing judgment and part of like a big part of that was this experience that you're about to hear so that's when I just got chills whoa (laughs) is like yeah you'll hear it. i'll let you just hear this episode that i recorded which are these are the notes um that i wrote the following morning after the experience and it was definitely profound but releasing judgment of myself of others i feel so much lighter i feel like anytime i judge something is now i know it's an invitation to understand it It's an invitation to learn about someone. It's an invitation to experience it. It's an invitation to be curious instead of just, this is the way that I feel and think and that it's like this forever because judgment is fear trying to protect it, like trying to protect you from something, trying to protect you from being wrong because of a belief or assumption that you have. So it's trying to protect this belief this judgment and I haven't really thought about that before actually but that's really what it is <laughs> which is crazy I'm, I'm gonna write that one down um, but before you dive into this episode I want to let you know about we actually have a conscious couples retreat coming so if you and your loved one you and your partner you and your beloved you and your boyfriend girlfriend wife husband spouse whatever you want to call it if you feel called to diving in for four days um, into oh baby this thing is going to be magical but if you want to set aside time for your relationship for your partnership for your companionship um to really get to know each other about communication so much more um this is going to be incredible i'll link it in the show notes so you can go check out the page and also i have something special coming up which is all about the fear of love that's happening in february of 2022 so i'll link the wait list this is called heart opener. So if you have a fear of love about, you know, losing love of thinking that you're unworthy or unlovable or that you're just going to get hurt again or abandonment, rejection, so many different things, this is for you. And this is a 12 week, um, intimate guided ceremony and so many cool things with this too. So I'll put the wait list in the show notes for the program, which is called heart opener, which is all about fear, fear of love. And I'll also link um, the couples retreat. And if you haven't already, please subscribe. I know I haven't released an episode in over a month, maybe almost two. (laughs) But it's just feeling into what is aligned and what do I want to share and what conversations are inspiring me, whether they're with someone or within myself. And there's definitely a shift coming. Um, and you guys will be the first to know about it. So I appreciate you all so much for being here. So subscribe, follow if you haven't already, so you never miss an episode because some good shit's coming. I'll tell you what, 
and this episode. I'm excited to get your feedback. So hit me up on Instagram, share it on Instagram, social media. If you want to let me know what you think or if you have questions about it, because I'm definitely someone who didn't realize that I was going to do a drug um, my entire life. I mean, I've never been drunk. I've still never been drunk. And so you'll hear more about that in the episode, but I never thought this was going to be me, but that's just part of me releasing judgment of myself, of others, whether I ever do something like this or similar ever again. It's, it doesn't, it's like I'm choosing to do what's in alignment for my body and my soul going forward instead of just not doing it because I have a fear of it and a judgment of it. And that's the moral of the story. All right, y'all, let's get into this thing. Let's go. Welcome to the Feeling Free Podcast. My name is Ben Harris, also known as the Fear Guy. My job is to help you feel more free in your life with love and relationships, self-worth, and much more. I'm happy you're here. I love you. I believe in you. Let's break free from fear together. All right, y'all. Here we go. <laughs> um, this is kind of funny. I never would have thought I would be recording a podcast about this. Well, I can't say never, but um, just because I'm open to experiences and to what I'm guided to. But as you can tell by the title, this is my first psychedelic experience. And the first thing I want to say to be extremely clear that this is not medical advice or really any advice. This is my experience and opinion and reflections and recount of the situation and of the experience. I'm not telling anyone to do this or to take drugs. I'm not trying to persuade you or convince you to rush into anything. Um, but by attentively listening to this entire thing, you'll see why doing it in your own time is important. And as someone who, I've had a stigma for drugs of all kinds, even FDA approved ones. I like to give you guys a background, even as a kid, I didn't even want to take Tylenol for whatever reason. I'm not sure where this story came from, but even Tylenol as a kid, I was like, no, I don't, I don't want to take anything. I just want to like drink water and eat broccoli (laughs) for her and like get sleep and get sun and just um, like use like my body's natural system to do what it's supposed to be doing. And so I've always judged like part of me, it's interesting. Like part of me has judged like drugs and alcohol and part of me hasn't. Um, Like, you know, I wasn't at home alone judging people and like, oh my God, I can't believe they're doing that. But I guess when I dove deeper and deeper into it, I realized I did have more judgment and you'll see later how much judgment I actually did have, but consciously I didn't realize how much I had. Uh, I I judged them harshly. I didn't understand the people who were doing drugs and just growing up with a strong no to any substance. Before this, I had never been drunk or high. I've still never been drunk. Um, Definitely been high now and you'll see it's completely different than I thought it was. Um, So I still definitely pride myself on being all natural. Um, so anyway, the drug that I took is called MDMA, also known as Molly or, or Ecstasy. That's the street slash party name. Um, but MDMA is the pure form of it. So as someone who is dedicated 
to do what I'm afraid of. This was a big thing for me. Um, and I'm really, really proud of myself. And the first thing I got to say is this was incredibly profound. This experience, I'm not sure. I, 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 I obviously don't know for you listening if you've done anything or not. Um, this is possibly the most impactful in my notes, I wrote down possibly the most impactful decision of my life. <laughs> and then the next thing I wrote down was download city in all caps, which was so true. And so these notes that I'm going to be referencing, I, so this was just about a month ago. It was actually five weeks ago. Um, I, the next morning, I woke up and just wrote and typed notes for two hours and, you know, got pages on pages. And I kept trying to pick my best takeaway of like, what do I share with people? What is the most important? Well, you know, what did I learn? And I kept changing my mind about it because they're all just so good. Um, and so whatever I share is what I'm supposed to share. Um, and I know you'll get and hear what you need to get as you listen. And know that my experience is not your experience. So don't go into something thinking because I experienced this, that you're going to experience the same thing. Um, we all experience different things at different times. It's all individual. Um, so what's important is how I came into this is like, of course, you can do, you know, drugs, alcohol, whatever you can do it. Um, in a party scene, you can do it in a more conscious way. You could do it by yourself, which includes the conscious way. But for me, um, I'm not saying one is better. I would prefer for me to do it um, in a intimate setting. That's my personality and what I enjoy. But also, I enjoyed you know doing it with around people. I love and that I'm aware with and familiar and safe with because it, um, it was fun to share it, to share it with them and to have fun. Um, but what's important is how I got the yes the night before. So earlier in the summer of this year, so 2021, I set an intention probably in June or July to release judgment. And I was just like, man, I just want to release judgment. And I knew this party was coming up and I've been to, you know, numerous parties saying no to drugs and alcohol multiple times and for whatever. And this one I knew was different. I was definitely more open than I was before. And I was laying in bed with Belle and we were about to go to bed and I wasn't asking a specific question, but all of a sudden this clear crystal clear. Yes. Came in that it was time. It was my time to um, experience this and it just came in. I felt it in my body and when I know something like that, I just know and I'm all in. My brain definitely resisted a little bit because of my stories that I have, um, but I once I know, I, I just got to go all in. So it was the night, night of the party and we're all gathering, you know, doing it in a bit of a ceremonial way. Um, and one of my friends just got home from an ayahuasca trip and I asked her about it and she was saying how hard it was 
which I appreciate the honesty because when usually we're talking about plant medicine or psychedelics, um, a big part of it usually is left out is that it can be um, heavy, it can be scary, it can even be traumatic for some people. Um, and she told me how hard it was. And one of her, I think the last night or the first night, I can't remember that she took the medicine, ayahuasca, is her intention was show me what I'm capable if I'm not afraid. And I was just like, whoa, I love that intention. And I asked her right before we dropped in, um, right before um, we took MDMA. And and why this was so important is because she shared her experience, which led directly into what I was about to experience. So I'm giving you all the rundown. I know some people might have taken you know, psychedelics or plant medicine before. This, what I am describing isn't plant medicine. MDMA is a chemical. Um, you can Google it, like what the effects that it like, has on the brain and stuff like that. Um, it is a, what people will say, like a heart opener. So a major blast to open of the heart. And you'll hear about my experience. Um, but I'm, I'm describing for someone who has had a resistance to these things for such a long time. Um, what I did to make me feel safe. Um, like, yeah, I, like part of what I've realized, one of my fears was, was to let it let go of control. And because like to stay conscious, like I can control this environment. And what if I go somewhere that I can't control and I don't like what I see and I can't stop it. But that's why I know I needed to do it because if I'm afraid of it, that's just how I operate is I need to do the thing. But that doesn't mean I just, go in without like the yes like there's this in between of okay i'm scared of doing it and i feel called to it and i want to do it or just i'm scared to do it and i need to do it like that can be traumatizing so anyway my process could help you if you've never done these things before and you could also just do whatever you feel called to listen to your intuition um so i put um the crystals i put it in them in water and then i stir it up stir them up I dissolved them in water so I could drink more if I wanted to. So I wanted to start slow, see what I could feel, and then ease into it. And um, it made me feel safe, which is important when you're going to something so new. Um, and then I wasn't feeling it at first when other people were starting to feel it. And the funny thing, what happened is I thought, oh, I'm not going to feel this like... I don't, because like what I told you before with Tylenol, like I have, I have, and even caffeine, like I really don't feel the effects of drugs or um, stimulants like that. So when I didn't feel it like other people were, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so funny that, you know, I've waited so long to this thing. And of course I'm not going to feel it. And then I also noticed the story of that this is going to prove that I'm better than everyone if it doesn't hit me like other people. Like, look, I'm above a drug. It's not even going to hit me the same. Um, and I noticed that story. And I'm being very transparent throughout this whole thing so you can hear the literally like this, this story of how everything went. And so I noticed that story of like my ego felt so validated 
I was like, oh my gosh, look, look, I waited so long to do this and I knew it. I knew I don't need these things. I'm above drugs. I'm above da 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 da. And when I noticed that story, I was like, okay, you know, showed compassion. And then I was just like, no, like, I'm ready. I'm ready for this experience. I've waited long enough. I feel safe. I feel called. I've got the clear yes. Like, I'm already drinking it. So I was all in and I was just I said it out loud like to my guides to the universe I was like I'm ready let's go I'm all in let's do this and I was excited and ready to feel and see what I've been closed off to I I I remember saying I am open and I'm ready to receive and then of course I drank the rest of the water and it started to hit me (laughs) and the big I keep saying the biggest thing, the biggest thing. There's so many big things. The first thing I noticed were, yeah, the brights were getting lighter and stuff like that. More, not like crazy bright, not annoying. Just it was more fun and interesting to look at them. And the first thing I noticed was judgment melted away. It's funny talking about it right now. I, I can kind of feel this, what people call as high and rolling and stuff like that. And I know I can take more to probably get to that feeling, but the amount that I took was, it just made me feel like myself. It truly, and that's probably why, you know, when some, maybe someone takes alcohol to say that they're taking the edge off, it wasn't even taking the edge off. It was like, there was no lag in brain to body function and it wasn't that I lost control I was so in control I was so in my body it was just judgment fear melted away and only love existed so judgment melted away dissolved into nothing and compassion from others and myself that I've never experienced and I'm I'm so happy that I'm recording this um, for my own journalistic, um, nostalgic, historical purposes. It really did. Like I had no judgment, zero judgment. I was looking at everybody just purely for no stories, no identity, just like, wow, you're a human and the soul (laughs) you're just here. And I thought I knew what love was before this but I didn't. Um, It showed me how much fear lives within our love, my love specifically, but I imagine everyone else's. Um, But I felt this pure love for myself, for other people there. Like I said before, there was no lag between what I was thinking, what I was saying, what I was doing. It was all just one motion. There was no, what is someone going to think there was no fear exactly no second guessing myself and again what i said like i felt um again yeah on this high um but one of my different expectations is that i thought i was going to be fucked up like my head was going to be spinning i was going to be seeing seeing crazy stuff and i wasn't going to be able to control it or operate or have no motor skills but it was the opposite with this specific drug. And yeah, 
I was never more present, never more on my body. There was no hesitation in loving myself for anyone because I felt the unconditional love for myself and for others. It was just there. There was no question. Seriously, no question, no second guessing. It was just there. It was just present. No calculating because I realized how much I try to think into love. I'm definitely like, okay, I got to think how to love instead of feel and just be love. So I could, one cool thing is because of this, I was, because fear was absent or very, very dialed down, I could acknowledge my own stories with pure love because my brain was out of the way. So I could not only recognize what I've been afraid of. So what happened is nothing like those stories and ego that fear didn't exist, so it wasn't protecting me anymore. So I identified the stories that have been protecting my personas and identities. And then because of the love I felt, I immediately accepted it, forgave myself, had compassion. So it was just like seen and accepted. Check, check, bloop, bloop. <laughs> and it was immediate. It was crazy. All And another thing I felt was, similar to the judgment being gone, all of my walls came down. I immediately forgave myself for judging this culture and people. All the judgment for people vanished. Um, I forgave myself for judging people about judging. (laughs) And like I said, my intention for the summer was to release judgment and it happened. And it was crazy because, you know, I've heard and read and learned a lot about how important integration is after all of these things but perhaps the most profound thing that happened was how I view it as if you're watching this on YouTube is like my neck all of this information was just stuck up in my head above my neck and what this did is it just opened like a trap door and just all this information just downloaded and fell and dropped and like soaked into my body it was like a dunk tank. You know how when someone hits the target and they just drop in all this knowledge, information, wisdom, knowing it just, I felt it embody like through my DNA, through my being, through my body. And that definitely, yeah, that's definitely the most profound thing because I thought it was, it, I realized how intellectual, how heady I am trying to think about love, trying to think of anything which is cool, right? Because, you know, I'm always reflecting, having, having these ideas, um, like, which is awesome. But I realized something with love and even all these things I'm learning, how it was just all up here, all in my head. And I thought I knew what embodiment was until I really felt it, until I allowed myself to feel because I wasn't afraid to feel. And all of this wisdom just just dropped in, locked in. And again, I was never more in my body, which was so different than I thought it was going to be. I was so in my body. Like everything was so present. This is insane. (laughs) And I'm so happy that all the walls that I built up, all the time saying no, all the fear, all the resistance, all the stories that I built, because... That night, I had the contrast of no walls, no judgment, no fear. And I was shown what I'm capable of without fear. And I was like, wow, 
and it was so funny because I was walking around the whole night and it feels like you're like floating. Um, and I was just probably every two minutes I was saying something out loud. And I know my friends growing up were always like, Ben, I wonder what kind of drunk you'd be. But I was, I was just, I was myself. That's the best way to describe it. There was no thinking. It was just being. It was just one fluid motion of my essence, just being himself. And so every two minutes I was exclaiming these realizations that I was having. And Belle, you know, was there with me and like laughing and enjoying it and encouraging me, celebrating me and other loved ones were there. And um, it was seriously every couple of minutes I was like, wow, wow. <laughs> And I'm, I remembered every single one of those moments that I had. Um, and I'm so happy that I could write those down and share them with you. Um, so, yeah. All right, next thing. I said, never, never more present, never more in my body. Um, okay, here's another thing I wrote down. Oh, this was a cool thing. So, someone brought me to their partner. And because it was a group of friends and he introduced me to his partner which I already knew them but it was a cool like presentation like formal way <laughs> of bringing me to his partner and like presenting me to her and like what I do with fear and I remember when I was shocked that someone could still feel fear in this moment but again there was like no judgment because everyone's in their own in their own journey and in, the, in their own experience but long story short asked me to hold space and coach her and provide any insight that I might have for the situation that she was feeling and during this process I was so clear in coaching um it was so clear like it just happened to do what I was what I was saying about there was no thinking. It was just one fluid motion. And I felt sovereignty in myself like no other. And also, like, I held space of, like, just she, no matter how she responded or what she said, it didn't, like, the love and space that I held was just so pure and present. Nothing shook it. Uh, it was just so, like, express what you need to express. I love you no matter what. No matter what you say, I'm going to respond in the way that I'm supposed to. Um, like, I didn't feel like I needed to fix her or coach her. That Like, my reputation is on the line or I needed to perform. I allowed her to be herself fully. I allowed myself to be um, myself fully. But, yeah, allowing herself to be her completely and fully was... A new experience for me because in coaching sometimes speaking from personal experience right the job is trying to like fix the problem and so but I didn't feel that it was so cool just to be just to flow like the words just flowed from me to her and without me trying to coach or trying to find a breakthrough just fully present with her in that moment um, and I even offered her to follow up with me with the exercise that I suggested and I invited her to you know, work with me if she felt that. 
And usually when I ask that and I still feel it, so that's a takeaway for me to integrate. But when I offered like, hey, like reach out to me if you if you feel called. There was no ickiness about it. Because I still have some hesitance when I offer that to people because it's like I'm worried about they're going to feel like I'm trying to sell them. There was no ickiness or trying to be salesy. It was just pure love like, hey, I'm here for you. And you decide. I don't care if you do or not because you're awesome and I'm awesome. (laughs) And it showed me my capacity for love. Yeah. Man, this is crazy how how much it showed me. And I know not everyone's experience, especially the first time, is like this. Um, My friend Doug, Doug Cartwright, if you haven't read his book yet, we just did a recent podcast a couple months ago. It's called Holy Shit, I'm Alive. That's his book. That's the name of the podcast. He also had a profound experience when he did MDMA for the first time. Um, I think it definitely depends on your level of awareness, the set, the setting, who you're with, where you are, what's your intention. Um, it revealed how much I love Belle, like without any barriers, without any worries, without any fear of hurting her, of being hurt. My walls were gone. And it became so clear that there was something, quote unquote, in the way for me and for both of us. I felt my heart and chest expand. And I remember holding her, like melting into her as we hugged and kissed. And it wasn't as extreme or wild that I thought it would be. Like, because when people say it's a heart opener, I thought it was going to be like, oh my God, you're attracted to everyone and everything. You know, like you just want to touch people. Like everyone does cuddle puddles. Now I understand that. And people can. I can see why it can be a tricky situation for some people because everything is love and you might be attracted to everything and you might mistake something as love. But that's even another time for another discussion, right? Is like, is it just love? And then we make up stories for it in reality. But anyway, um, it was so just, again, like present, powerful, conscious, and it was controlled, but not controlled. It just was, it's so hard to explain it without just experiencing it of, it didn't need to be explained. And that's such a big thing for me is it was just grounding. I was so grounded and present. I wasn't out of control or simulated scene or love it was and it is so real I felt pure love with zero thinking just feeling and being oh man and my body I felt like my heart and chest actually like my muscles open And it makes sense why people get lost in these substances. I truly get it. Like, I remember during the high, I said out loud to people, I was like, oh, this totally makes sense. (laughs) Why people get addicted or use these to escape or to numb because these are incredible. And so, yes, they are medicine, but also they can be destructive. And... Luckily for me, I felt so much integration and embodiment immediately, right? All of that just from my brain dropped into my body. And I was like, whoa, this actually helped me with integration. And it showed me more. It showed me what's possible of love. 
it sh it truly showed me what's possible and again i thought i was going to be out of myself but i've never been more in myself this revealed a massive part of me that i've been trying to think myself into and i was a laugh i was laughing because I had my old awareness looking in myself at this moment, how I've judged and criticized people for years. And I was laughing and smiling with zero judgment because I knew it happened perfectly. Saying no for so long, building up this judgment allowed to feel the incredible contrast. And I'm so thankful for the me that said no out of fear because it wasn't time yet. And I understand so clearly in this moment that I didn't even have to process forgiving myself. Like there's, we always ask how, 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 right? You search on YouTube. These are the, there's all these steps of how to do it. I didn't have to do anything. I just had it. And I think really that's the answer um, for everything is, is the how that that's a tricky conversation but it really isn't because that really is the answer is you just are um but you know we have to discuss it as humans and in, in this 3d reality there was no effort in forgiving and loving myself it just was and i remember one <clears throat> reflection i had was i used to think it was weird for people to be so fully loving especially when i was in those moments i was like man why are people so happy so loving um, and like how touchy people were when I watched people and then I was laughing because I understand why. Um, yeah, I'm just like, you can probably hear me processing. Like I'm remembering some of these moments again because it's been over a month of how, man, talking about this because I wrote these notes over a month ago. It's like, like my goal, passion, intention is to bring this feeling into real life for myself and for others. And it's definitely already happened more. Um, but these medicines, these drugs or whatever, of course you can access it without them. But these are great. They reveal what's possible. <clears throat> Yes, they can. It can be easy to get stuck on them and trying to go use them to get back to this moment. But it also, again, can just be used of like, oh, this is who I am and this is what I'm capable of. And hmm, there was also another realization that I used to say I love you a lot to everybody. And then I stopped saying it because I questioned if I really felt it, did I really mean it? <clears throat> Am I just throwing that word around? And this night realized, made me realize that no, I do love everyone like I thought I did. I said it without question. Like if I was going to make them feel awkward or worried if I meant it and or if they would say it back because I just truly meant it. And that was it. Like it didn't matter if they love me back or not just because I love them and I am love and I unlocked this inner embodied confidence that I had never felt before 
because my head was in the way. Like I mentioned already, is that I've known how to do the steps, all all the things, all the ways, but it just took away my second guessing. It was so powerful. I was just so clear and in the moment and in this natural state, I just felt like me. And yes, it's like a high, but it really wasn't. It was <clears throat> so interesting to describe. Of course, yes, there's chemical compounds going on in my brain with serotonin. But it was felt, I was like, oh, I just feel like me. Like the highest version of me. And um, no mental blocks, no overanalyzation. I was fully me, fully in my body. Um, I felt unlocked and released. <coughs> well, <clears throat> excuse me. So I had one moment of fear during this experience where I was um, hugging Belle. We were on the floor. Um, and, you know, I was like, we were both on our butts. I don't know what, it's, it's like spooning, but you're sitting. And so my arms were over her. <clears throat> and I had one moment of worrying that this feeling is going to go away. Um, what people described, what people describe as coming down. I was like, this feeling is going to go away. And I was worried that I won't know how to integrate it into my real life without the substance. And I felt my heart close up. And what surprised me is, because part of the drugs is I was afraid, you know, about losing control and being able to surrender. But as soon as I felt my heart close up, I just immediately surrendered into the moment. And as soon as I did that, the fear dissolved. I was like, that's okay. Like, it's meant to. Everything in life is a wave. It's a process. It's a journey. And it was much easier to surrender than I thought it might be. And the, that's the thing. Like My thoughts getting in the way again. And so without the thinking brain in the way, I could feel. I could truly feel into the surrender. And the thinking of how to do everything mentally was just gone. I was just the thing. I was like, oh, I feel this thing. And then, okay, I just surrender. So some of the fears that I realized during this experience were I was afraid of my own power. Interestingly enough, I realized like losing control slash losing myself in the drugs, which definitely don't have that anymore. And I was afraid to feel um, because without that fear, I was able to feel so much and in, in its fullest capacity. It really seriously revealed so much about emotions and especially love in my capacity for love and joy. Um, because my body was protecting itself not to feel and my brain was protecting, protecting itself not to feel. Um, so I'm not, again, I'm not telling you to go do any drug. I waited three years or three years. I waited 30 years and that was right for me. And drug is a subjective word anyway. Anything, food, um, anything could be a drug, right? Social media, all these things. Um, but these are, I guess, not quote unquote, they're not legal. Um, so whether it's much less or much more, I would just... My advice would be to decide for yourself. And even if you've already 
we've done it right is like this is really for anything but specifically for this is decide for yourself the setup for me was literally perfect friends showing up um the coaching moment how i just did every like it was crazy how perfect it happened for me and i know this was set up in the exact way that it was supposed to be and like i remember questioning how i'm going to integrate this into real life but i already know that it's happening i immediately felt the integration like i said during the night um I felt like the integration was already happening because of all the work I've already done. So what I already mentally knew, know, now my body knows. Um, and because of I'm such a deep thinker and writer, I was having like real-time insights. And I was witnessing them. It was funny. I was witnessing the witnesser. I, you know, I was like above it. And I could see my human and my soul and my brain and my body like interact. It was just funny. I was like, oh, look, this happened. Like, and I realized this story. Now I feel this way. And now I forgive myself for this thing. So it was cool. I was so, yeah, just because of the work that I've already done, I could literally see and feel the dots connecting. I was literally watching it, all of it happen. And I was like a kid in a candy store because I love this stuff, you know, in sober life in everyday life and so when I was able to watch it so clearly and presently just connect just lock in and ooh, it was so fun for me in that way and what I now understand I understand fear on a much deeper level so not only was it just useful for me and fun and all these realizations obviously you can hear there's so many takeaways for me but for my life purpose, it was revealed how much fear I still had once I felt none. So even for me who, you know, is dedicated to working, um, of dissolving fear, of transforming and alchemizing fear, um, it inspires me to, I don't want to say reach, but be this feeling without drugs because now I know it's possible it confirmed to me that fear is the thing that blocks all of us from love and happiness because when I didn't feel any fear, there was, you know, it's limitless. Fear is trying to protect me exactly as it should. Um, and I say that in, in a helpful way, like the timing wasn't right. So fear was actually doing its job and protecting me from the thing because the timing wasn't right. So fear served me exactly as it should because it built up all the stories and frustration to a perfect height. So I was ready to let it go. So if you're in a moment of, yeah, like know that that fear, like, yes, you always have a choice to dive in and let it go. And that's the thing holding you back. But when I was ready to let it go, I could feel the contrast of how much fear I still had and the love and the freedom. So even though it was unhelpful, it was also incredibly helpful and the tricky part is discernment because when it is helpful and when is it not? And honestly, we might not ever know. Um, and I'm okay with it. And the greatest power slash control is surrendering all the control. That's like, but we still have free will 
and our discernment. And it's all incredibly individual. And like, yeah, there is no right way. There is no right way to do this except just know for you. Like, it's still going to be scary. I came to a point, like I mentioned, where the night before laying in bed, I got a clear yes, came into my awareness, but I still had to lean into the fear. Like, before I started, I was praying and asking for guidance, um, me to be taken care of and guided through this experience. So... No matter how much I explain this, I feel like I could just keep going and talking about it. <laughs> but I don't know it will make sense exactly because your experience is for you and for you alone. Just like this experience truly was for me. Like, there, my explanation is like maybe 5% of the feeling <laughs> like that I had. And even... I remember Bell trying to and other people trying to explain things about it to me before, but you can't explain it. You just have to experience it for yourself. And I'm so glad that I did. And I will, I can say clearly that I'm a better me, a better partner and a better overall human uh, to everyone. And definitely a better coach and leader to clients now because I'm me. Like that's the answer. Is this just revealed and unlocked me? Um, just me. So, yeah, everyone's experience is different. But there we go, friends. So, man, can't believe I did it. Well, I can't believe I did it. But maybe three years ago, me would have been like, I can't, what What are you doing? Because they would have said, you're a, a druggie or you're losing it or you're a delinquent or something. But there's, trust me, there's plenty of successful people who, do drugs and plant medicine actually quite useful so anyway that's my first psychedelic experience i'm recording this a big part of it is for me because i want to go listen back to this and have this documented for me so i know what this experience was like yes i have a journal but i wanted to speak it out um and this may be helpful for someone who has resistance to these things again do these in your own time get that clear yes and you're probably going to have some resistance and fear. Lean into it. Have a safe um, setting around you. People know what you're getting is you know clean, reliable. And again, I'm not an expert by any means. I There's plenty of people who are around me that I trust that are experts. And I've been doing this for years. And so I trusted them. And yeah. It was fascinating and talking about this again truly motivates me so hard to like this is this is real like this feeling that I felt is real the other stuff yes it's real because it's part of this human experience but this is a state and something that we can choose and um, feel into every single day and man all right and there we go, y'all. Ben, your first psychedelic experience. How you do? All right, fam. I want to give a shout out to all of you for listening and especially a shout out to someone called Red because they donated to the podcast. They sent a... I, I love when this happens like because I don't expect it at all. And then when I get like these little... For someone to be moved to send a donation through PayPal is just super cool. And they said... 
I started listening to the podcast last month and wanted to ask a question about a fear I have been circling for a very long time in a mini session. Just listening has helped me to finally answer it. Thank you for all you do. Boom. Red, thank you for listening and thank you everyone else for listening. I love you so much. I'll see you soon. Big news coming. Man, you're incredible. Adios.